film with 203. I was sinking deep in sin, sinking to rise no more. That's where they left us, my dear. Jesus by night and ask him the way of salvation and light. Tonight, men and women, you're going to hear the way of salvation here. I haven't heard Andy Copeland's testimony, but I know that he's going to tell you about salvation and about what the Lord has done for him. Let's sing this here to the best of our ability.
gentlemen, tonight, if you don't hear another thing in this service, you've heard enough. You must be born again. What a message through that last hymn. Our opening praise tonight is hymn number 221. Come every soul by sin oppressed, there is mercy with the Lord. And we're going to stand as we sing. Stand the really singer very best. singing. Thank you. We're going to ask our brother Stephen Fletcher, another of our committee men at Hebron, to come and open our nights, or tonight's meeting in a word of prayer. Stephen, thank you. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, as we come into your most holy presence this evening, we give thanks for the gospel hymns that we've been singing. And it is our prayer tonight that somebody in the meeting tonight would only trust him, would only trust your son, Jesus Christ, 
We thank you that even Christ himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And Lord, we thank you for the gospel mission as has been taking place night by night for the last two weeks. We thank you for your precious word that has went forth. We thank you for everybody that has gathered in. And we thank you for a good gathering in this evening. And it is our prayer that you would come and sit with us, that you would come and be one of our number. And it is our prayer that even uh, Jesus would be passing through Balamoni this evening and that some poor sinner would say, uh, call upon the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. Lord, there are people here tonight and they're heavy laden. Lord, there are people here tonight that are sorrowful and heavy of heart. But we thank you, Lord, that you have said, come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Lord, we pray that somebody would find rest from their sin this evening, that somebody would find salvation. And Lord, that maybe through the week we've been looking for it and other things, but we thank you that we can find it here tonight in Jesus Christ. We pray for our brother as he comes and testifies, that Lord, you would give him the words to say and that he would speak well of his Savior. We remember Reverend and Mrs. Leckie as they sing, that Lord, even through the messages and song, that our hearts would be stirred up and that your name would be glorified. And even as we depart here this evening, may we hear of a soul coming and putting their trust in you. But Lord, hide us all behind the cross tonight. May none be seen save Jesus only. May this be a strange meeting. And may we, we not even, may we be talking about it for years to come, saying this is the night that the Lord Jesus Christ visited Balamoni. Lord, remember us for good, we pray. And may we glorify your son, Jesus Christ. For it's in your name we ask it. Amen. Thank you, Stephen. Now we're going to ask Marcus and Cherith Leahy to come. It says Marcus and Cherith here, so that's the way I'll introduce them. Uh, there's other titles, but anyway, we're glad to have you here, and uh, we're going to ask you to come and sing your first two pieces now. Thank you.
thank our brother for uh, his warm <laughs> words of welcome and also his help here with the microphone. Uh, it's lovely to be here with you and to just share these messages. And so I'm going to uh, sing a piece out of our hymn book, uh, Who Can Cheer the Heart Like Jesus? And uh, maybe, uh, maybe you've reached the bottom of the barrel. Maybe uh, life and sin have brought you very, very low. Well, there's none can reach down to that level like Jesus Christ. He can reach down and he can save to the uttermost. Who can cheer the heart like Jesus? Hey. 
Thank you for that. And I hope these might give me no more challenges tonight. Uh, you're all very, very welcome to your last weeknight service. It's good to see the bottom floor filled and the balcony almost full. And that's what we've been praying for, that the Lord will fill these seats. And we're glad to see you all here tonight. And if it's your first time here, we give you a very special word of welcome. Remember, uh, as you leave tonight, that we're lifting a love offering for the Reverend Park. He's been very faithful in the word, and he's preached to us uh, every night. And we're so thankful for that. We want to lift an offering for him tonight just to show our appreciation of what he does and he means for us. If you're joining us on Sermon Audio, Facebook, or YouTube, we give you a welcome too. And we pray that you'll enjoy uh, the service from where you are tonight. There's one more night left of the mission, and that is on Sunday night. And that service will be at 7 o'clock, not 8. So remember, 7 o'clock, and half an hour before the service, we'll be joining uh, together uh, to pray down in the Arthur Room down below. And we hope you can join us there. The preacher will be the Reverend Park, and the singers will be the Hebron Choir. So if you've never heard the Hebron Choir, now's your chance. They're a great bunch. And uh, I can't say too much for a minute, so I can't really blow my old trumpet here. But anyway, uh, we enjoy singing, so come on here on Sunday night. We're going to sing a hymn now, 306. I'm not ashamed to own my Lord or to defend his cause. You've been singing really, really well. And uh, I was just thinking there for when the, our brother and sister were singing, that they're singing the words there. Uh, All that thrills my soul is Jesus. And the unit. On a Friday and a Saturday night especially, this country is full of people singing. And they're singing about all the nonsense of the day. But tonight here, we can hear that message. About the thrill it is to us to know the Lord Jesus Christ as our Saviour. And it's great to be able to say that all that thrills my soul is Jesus. Let's stand to sing, I'm not ashamed to own my Lord. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
you again, and we're going to ask Marcus and Kareth to come one more time and bring us their final piece. Thank you. there's a storm coming there's a storm coming in this world like it's never seen before this world is not going to continue in the vein this world is not going to continue in the trajectory that it is currently upon this world is intoxicated with sin and this world is dismissive of the Lord and it's not going to continue that way because the future is Jesus Christ. And in the future, the Lord Jesus Christ, the judge of the quick and the dead, is coming back. Before he does, there's going to be a storm of wrath upon this world. Scripture lays it out very clearly. And the only safe place will be in Jesus Christ. With him as Savior. I just want to sing a piece called till the storm passes over. Yeah. 
Many times Satan whispered, there is no need to try, for there's no end of sorrow, there's no hope by and by. But I know thou art with me, and tomorrow I rise where the storms never for that word and song and what a message for the believer one day the storm will pass by for us because one day we'll go to glory and we'll be with our saviour for time and for eternity now we're going to have a testimony by our brother Andy Copeland we're glad to have you here brother and we just pray now as you come the Lord will be with you and he'll bless you as you come and speak to us. Thank you. I shall call him my brother, Lackey, and his dear wife, Sheriff, or the Reverend Lackey. God bless you, and thank you so much for your ministry. Oh, all that thrills my soul is Jesus. He is more than life to me. And what a last peace. Brothers and sisters, tonight you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Saviour. The night or the day that you got saved and washed and redeemed in the precious blood of Christ, and you left the harbour of sin, is that text not so precious to you tonight? And I say at chapter 43, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called you by your name. Thou art mine. Oh, have we not been through the waters? Might be with us, and through the rivers have overflowed us, and through the fire have not been burned, nor has the flame been kindled against us. For the Lord our God, our Saviour, the Holy One of Israel is, has been, and will be with us tonight. Thank God tonight our lives are hid with Christ and God, and that nothing and no one can separate us from the love of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Brother, tonight, how long have I got? I don't want to tie people down here. 
Oh, no, I'm very conscious of the clock. It's hard to know, you know where to start and finish. The wife always says to me, no matter when I give my testimony, you didn't say this and you didn't say that and you didn't mention this and you didn't mention that. Maybe that's because women can talk more than men, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, tonight, I'm so privileged to be here and I trust and pray tonight. I want to paint the picture. I want to paint the picture tonight. I want us to go to the Word of God because these scriptures are very relevant to my story. And I want every individual in this meeting tonight, whether you be in Christ or outside of Christ, I want you to see tonight that sin can bring sorrow and shame and suffering and separation to an individual, to a family circle. It has a ripple effect and it can lead you to a Christless hell and a lost eternity. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7, Do not be deceived, for God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth that he shall also reap. Job chapter 5 verse 7, Man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upwards. Job 14 verse 1, A man born of a woman, yet a few days, the Bible says, he is full of trouble. Proverbs 14 and 12, there's a way that seems to on the Amman, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Isaiah 53, verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray, every one to his own way. And listen to this text, folks. Powerful. Psalm chapter 51, or 53, sorry, verse 8. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they're born. Speaking lies. And Proverbs chapter 1 verse 8. My son, despise not the instruction of your father, nor the law of your mother. You see, I wasn't born. I want to make it clear tonight. I want to take you to the maternity ward tonight. I was allegedly born that beautiful baby boy. And you will know tonight, being parents tonight, that when a baby comes out of the womb, the first thing it will do is cry. And the children, or the, the mother and the father and the grandparents are full of joy and elation. So remember, we have the baby crying when it enters the world. We have the family circle, parents and grandparents, joyous. I want you to remember that tonight as I continue with the baby crying, with the parents and the grandparents overjoyed of a new birth. I was brought up in the heart of East Belfast. For want of a better word, I was a child of the troubles. I want to get straight into the point tonight. I was a very rebellious young man. You see, those scripts that I've read to you tonight, obviously in hindsight, as a born-again believer... They're mighty, they're powerful, and I can relate to them. I want you to relate, relate to them tonight. I trust and pray that the Spirit of God tonight will take a dealing with the individual tonight in this meeting. And will speak to you tonight. Because I have no doubt there's people in the meeting tonight, young and old alike, and you're either currently, you have brought sorrow and shame and suffering to your household. And there's a separation there. The relationship is broken. Well, I was a young man 
who did not obey his parents, rebelled, as I've read to you from Proverbs 1, verse 8. I wanted to be my own boss, do my own thing. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. And as you would know, being the older generation here tonight, yes, there's discipline, there's rules in every household. When your mother tells you not to do something, what do you do? You do the total opposite. That was me. I hated anything at all to do with discipline. I hated school with a passion. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I was going to live my own life, which is to have terrible consequences further down the line as a young man. I remember a preacher saying one night, tell me the company that you're keeping and I'll tell you what you are. There's a certain amount of truth in that. And there's very few places, let me tell you, tonight in Northern Ireland, in north, south, east or west Belfast, where there is not a paramilitary influence of some description. I lived in a day and an age in Belfast where you were made to go to Sunday school. My parents were not religious in any shape or form. My mother bore four boys and four girls. And that was an age when, sadly, Marcus even touched on it tonight. And I'm just going to say it simply tonight. The nation is unconscious of God. It's as simple as that. I lived in a day and an age when there was respect for the Lord's Day. There was respect for the local minister even, or the city missionary. I can remember as a young boy unsaved, walking up a street, and the minister coming down the side of the street, and a man walking up the same side as the minister, and would have hid the cigarette behind his back. A sense of shame. There was a respect for the Lord's Day, respect for the local minister of the city missionary. But my mother and father sent off to Sunday school, obviously, they get their headpiece. They get you out of the road for an hour. But I want to say something tonight by way of encouragement to you as a believer tonight especially. Dear sister, dear brother in Christ, there's one thing that fills my soul tonight as a believer. And that is why I love the prayer meeting. Please get this tonight. Someone prayed for Andy Copeland. That fills my soul. Someone prayed for Andy Copeland. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Don't give up. Pray for your husband. Pray for your son. Pray for your daughter. The devil will tell you you're wasting your time. Prayer time is not wasted time. We have a God tonight who's able to save. I've heard it tonight. From the guttermost to the uttermost. No doubt about that. Well this young man. If you want to talk about sin. I tasted and manifested forth the fruits of sin. And actually through an older brother. Who was a very compulsive gambler. And he taught me how to gamble. And how to win money at horse racing, if you like. But you know, to satisfy my crave for gambling, even as a young man, and I'm going back as early as seven years of age, seven year old. But in hindsight, I look back to the glory of God, of the value of having attended Sunday school. Because you know something, brothers and sisters, tonight, there's no accidents with God, only appointments. I've come to Love the chapter. Psalm 103. What a passage of scripture. And I learned the first two or three verses as a wee boy. Off by heart. Unknown to me. As a young boy. I was gambling with my soul. And I didn't know Christ as my saviour. And I went on in my sin. I stole it out of my mother's purse. Those I deemed vulnerable. I took advantage of. To satisfy my crave for gambling. 
It was all about self. It was all about sin. No one was going to tell me what to do or how to live my life. But I was going to have terrible consequences further down the line. Went to primary school, went to secondary school, kept the wrong company, got involved with the paramilitary organisation. Everybody else was doing it, so it must be right. Forgot an Ulster. Fight for the cause, a cause that I was ignorant of. How true it is when we think of the Apostle Paul tonight when he said what he did, he did in ignorance and unbelief, yet he regarded himself as a chief of sinners. I find that incredible tonight. That thrills my soul about Paul because is it not true tonight to say to you from this platform, if God was to categorize our sin tonight or categorize the sinner, you would go along with Ulster tonight to find the chief of sinners. But isn't God's grace amazing? Isn't God's mercy amazing tonight? That the fellest offender tonight who truly believes that moment from Jesus of pardon will receive. I believe tonight there's men in this province as we stand here tonight. They want Christ. They've committed the most horrific deeds imaginable. But the devil's told them they can never be saved. They're too far gone. And then there's the other person tonight He's told them they're too good. You don't need to be saved. And both are lies from the pit of hell. But I'm a done on my sin as a teenager. Got involved in their own company. Gambled the peace out. And one particular day in 1985, as I'm a done on my sin, I can remember on a Saturday afternoon, the people from the Iron Hall in East Belfast preaching the gospel of Christ. And me running past them into the bookie shop at the corner. And laughed at them, mocked them, thought they were mad. And I remember coming out of the bookies this particular Saturday, having lost another fortune in the bookies. My mother, I suddenly say tonight in hindsight, because the good apostle Paul says this, what profit had you then in those things that you're now ashamed of? For the end of those things is death. Friend, there's no profit in sin. There's pleasure in it. There's no profit in it. And how true one writer has said, sin is like a credit card. Enjoy now, but pay later. Sin pays wages, and they're not good. I went on to my sin, came out after another disastrous day at the boogies. I went over to a young mom and told me and took it out in my family circle. My mother couldn't have sent me to the shop for a message. I lost their lunch money, their dinner money, their tea money on countless occasions. Robbed my mother's purse, stole my father's wallet. The list is endless. I will not go into my time with paramilitary organisations. Suffice to say, tonight the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And A.W. Pink said this, due to the total party of a man's heart, no one can tell a low a man will stoop in his wickedness to his fellow human being. Friend, tonight the heart of the problem is the problem of the human heart and only Christ can change your heart tonight. Only Christ can set you free from your sin tonight. I am a daughter of my sin. Come out of the bookmaker's shop and encountered a young lady that I've known for many years. It's amazing as an unsaved man, in spite of my hardness of heart, speaking purely of myself, is it remarkable how I respected certain Christians who I deemed to be true Christians. And brother and sister, tonight as a believer, by way of encouragement, guard your testimony. It's the most precious thing that you've got outside of your soul. To let your light so shine. To keep yourself inspired from the world. This was a young lady 
who shone for Christ. I have known her many years. She came to Christ as a wee girl. Someone I respected highly. Someone who I deemed to be a true, real Christian. You see, she was a self-seller for Christ. She was a light. She was a living epistle. She was different. Mention tonight again, if any man being Christ, he's a new creature. But in the bookie shop, she said to me, Auntie, how are you doing? And as you do, as a so-called big hard man, oh, I'm doing fine, Rachel. Lost a fortune. She said to me without shame, Andy, myself and John are praying for you that you'll come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your saviour. We had a conversation. We walked around the corner. At that particular time, I'd heard of lives being changed at the old Whitewell Metropolitan Tabernacle on the Whitewell Road. I remember saying that to her as an unsaved man. And she said to me, Andy, I'll go to church with you anytime. Now, I want you to listen to the story tonight, folks. There is no accidents with God. Listen to what I've just said to you. I said to her, what about this Whitewell Metropolitan Tabernacle? Lies being changed. I'll go to church at the any time. We stopped at a drinking den in East Belfast, the well-known paramilitary hunt. Our conversation finished. And suddenly, folks, within a week, a young man of 22 years of age, I was going up the woods to talk to one night to go home to my own house. I lived the next street beside Wallafield Police Station. And I was stopped at a line of police officers, an army, offering my name, my address, and lucky for some, number 13, Hamas was put in my shoulder, you're under arrest under the Prevention of Terrorism Act. I was arrested, my father was arrested, my three brothers were arrested, you were put in the back of a Land Rover. They had found two rifles and ammunition in the room where I slept, behind the water tank. Remember the story, folks, tonight. You see, I wasn't born a paramilitary. I wasn't born a robber. I wasn't born a thief or a drug addict or an alcoholic. I was born a sinner. I made choices in my life that were to have tragic consequences, life-changing consequences, not just for me, but my family circle. That was bad news. My name was on the Irish News, a newsletter, the Telegraph, BBC One NI Northern Ireland, UTV Live plastered all over the papers that's the sorrow young man that's the shame that's the separation that's the suffering is that you tonight in the meeting maybe you've been brought up in a Christian home your parents have been praying for you for years maybe you once walked with Christ you love the prayer meeting the Bible study you love going to God's house on a Sunday morning and a Sunday night and you were led astray you went to secondary school and you caught up with I was reading a passage of scripture today. Proverbs 12 and 26. The righteous choose their friends carefully. But the wicked lead them astray. Is that you tonight? Is there a young man, a young woman tonight in the meeting? Or an older man, an older woman tonight? You once walked with Christ. You loved the Lord. And now you've been led astray by your peers. See, the devil's very subtle tonight. And I thank God in hindsight as a born-again believer... From a day in our God saved Andy Copeland, washed me in the blood. I've always taken my stand for Christ, no matter where I've been. And you know, the biggest curse of all, I say this tonight by way of encouragement to you as a young believer tonight, or an older believer, I never once went to the Christmas party any job I was in. See, the old devil's subtle folks tonight, 
He will use unsafe people to say to you, sure, come and have a Coca-Cola or an orange juice. No, friend. If in doubt, leave it out. Keep yourself in spirit from the world. Preserve and guard your testimony with all your heart. So I went on in my sin, brought the Castlereagh Holding Centre, and I was in an awful dilemma. You see, my theory was this being a so-called hard man and a member of a political organisation. If I keep my mouth shut and have no forensic evidence, I'll go out the door here. You know what my dilemma was, folks? Is there a possibility my father being the householder will be charged with possession of guns? As hard as my heart was, I couldn't let that happen. I have to see a police officer, a detective. I confess the weapons belonged to me. My father and my brothers were released. I was officially charged with possession of firearms and intent to endanger life. I remanded into custody at Belfast Magistrates Court on a Saturday morning and put in the Clumlin Road Prison. But I had an application for bail the following Wednesday. And I believe when I look back on my life, God's harm was upon my life. But let me tell you something tonight, friends. I associated with men that were extremely wicked. The heart's deceitful above all things and definitely wicked. I will go no further than that. But there's a day coming, folks, listen to me. There's a day coming when there'll be a judge and no jury. There'll be a prosecution and no defence. There'll be a sentence and no appeal. It will be too late. And folks, tonight you don't have to be in the paramilitaries. The Bible says you're a sinner and you need a saviour. And that Christ came to seek and to save them which are lost. So I was officially charged. I'll tell you something. I was locked up from the outside world. The door shut behind me in a prison cell. Broken man. Cried like a baby. I lay on top of a prison bed. Reflecting what might have been, what could have been, what should have been. A conversation with a young girl. Praying for you and you'll come to know Christ. Remember picking up gospel tracts at the wee bedside locker. Reading them, putting them down, picking them up. Tears tripped me. Cell door opened. Presbyterian minister by the name of the Reverend Jackson Buick, who was chaplain at that time, accompanied by a prison officer, brought me out to another room. Because I was just in prison at that time, I wanted to know my affiliation regarding religion. Protestant, obviously. Tear running down my cheeks. And the man, I can only tell you this tonight, I was at my wit's end. Broken man. Cried like a baby. And that man told me that God loved me and that Christ died for me. But I was put back in my cell. And I believe in the will of God. And Hines said on the Wednesday, the following Wednesday, I appeared at Belfast High Court for a bail application. I have released in High Court bail on the sum of £500. And when I was out in bail, I remember going to this particular night, two nights later maybe, as I did to reflect, very much aware that I had a trial to face and my barrister made it, made me, made it clear in no uncertain terms I was going to receive a custodial sentence. I would go to jail between 10 and 15 years. And that particular night I decided to go to the Albany Leisure Centre just to watch some of the sporting activities from the feeding lounge, which was also a cafeteria. I remember walking up the stairs, walking through the door, 
What a meeting God we serve. And they're right in the very centre of the cafeteria with three or four young women around a table. One of the women was a young girl that told me about Jesus two weeks previous, Rachel. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I went and sat down with my head in my hands. So Rachel, Rachel asked me, she said, Andy, what's wrong with you? I said, remember you told me you were praying for me, that I come to know Christ. She says, yes. I said, Rachel, I'm sorry to tell you, tonight I'm out in bail on a firearms charge. I get up with a chair and I run out of the ledger centre. What's the book say tonight? Where shall I flee from his presence? I was unaware that the Holy Spirit was working with me, was going to woo me and mummy to Christ. And on the Saturday, as usual, I gambled a piece out, lost every penny, went home and took the doors off the hinges as I usually did. My mother would have cried, don't take it out and I'll if you've lost your money in the boogies. I remember going up the stairs and laying down on top of my bed. The next minute, God sent a man to my door, never met in my life. Never met in my life. He was a driving instructor, born again believer. He was taking members of my family out in driving lessons. He heard about my predicament. And he invited me along to church. I never gave it a second thought. I thought, well, I'll do, I'm not doing anybody harm. I'll go to church. I had a suit that I hadn't worn for years. He picked me up on a Sunday night at six o'clock. Where do you think he took me to? Whitewell Metropolitan Tabernacle. Now, if you tell me that's coincidence tonight, I would say you're wrong. We have a sovereign God tonight who doesn't make mistakes. He's working things that are after the counsel of his own will. And I can say that now in hindsight. I was taken into that meeting, 1,500 people, who were praising the Lord, rejoicing, and a big fellow in the middle of them, faced like a lurking spade, a trail approaching. Didn't know what day it was, didn't know what enemy was up. Apostle McConnell took the pulpit steps and he took his text in Matthew chapter 9, 9 to 13. I'll never forget it. He spoke about, you know the story well, the tax collector, who were hooks and crooks. Oh, what a picture he painted of Mr. Copeland. That was powerful. You'd have thought someone told him on about me. And he says, if you're in a meeting tonight, friend, and you're living in a, which it wasn't, you're living in a luxury house, driving flashy cars, you're bleeding the country dry, you're in the paramilitaries. Boy, it was powerful. He said, I want to tell you tonight you'll go to hell with your own money. But he told how Matthew was called from the receipt of custom. And went back to Matthew's house to, to celebrate his conversion. And the self-righteous describes the Pharisees criticized Christ and said, how come this money for the public and the sinners? Christ rebuked them. It's not them that are holding you to the doctor with them that are sick. Go and you learn what that means. If I have mercy and that sacrifice, I haven't come to call the righteous, but the sinner to repentance. Friends, tonight I got that in one, the Holy Ghost. I'm not come to call the righteous, but the sinner to repentance. An order to my heart. Boy, I can tell you, I wept like a baby. I wept my way to the cross. I bowed the knee that night in repentance. The night of September 1985 in Whitewell Metropolitan Tabernacle. And I want to tell you what happened that night. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. My sins were washed away. My night was turned to day. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. The Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 36, this is what he done. I will take it to the heart of stone, give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and I will cause you to walk in my ways. That's when I became born again in the spirit of God. I passed from death unto life by the blood of the cross. 
the night that he took me from the fearful pit, from the merry clay, put my feet upon a rock and established my way, put a new song in my mouth, even praise on the our God. Many shall see it in fear and put their trust in the Lord. Friend, he not only changed Andy Copeland's heart, he changed my tongue, and a tongue like a sewer pipe. Is that you tonight? Every letter of the alphabet. Thank God tonight my speech is now season with salt and with grace. Unto his sweet smelling savour on the cord. I wept my way to the cross that night. I'll never forget the final hymn. I have a shepherd one I love so well. I is blessed me tongue can never tell. And friends tonight I can relate to that. The Lord is my shepherd tonight. I shall not want. My God shall supply and has supplied all my need. According to the riches and glory of his son the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember tonight what I told you tonight. My name is in the newsletter, the Telegraph, the Irish News, UTV Live, BBC One. But thank God tonight there was good news that night. At least he is in heaven. You know what it says in the book? He is in heaven will rejoice over those that repent of their sin. It was good news that night because the good news reached the angels in heaven and there was rejoicing over a sinner who repented of their sin. And that was me. And I remember going to my aunt's house that night where my mother was visiting. And the importance of confessing Christ. I remember getting in that night. I said to my mother, Mommy, I get saved tonight. I'm born again. She said to me, Son, I hope you keep it. I want to tell you something tonight, friend. I'm not standing here tonight as I can keep it. I'm here tonight as I'm kept by the power of God through faith and trust in the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I committed unto him against that day. He's not only kept me, he's saved me, he's led me, he's brought me this far. I thank him tonight for his amazing grace, his saving grace, his sustaining grace, his sufficient grace, his grace that's exceedingly rich. And I thank God tonight. I get stand here tonight and tell you what God has done, remarkable things, my encounter in a doctor's surgery, and how God, all was remarkable what God had done. Then I had to face a high court judge Look at the gap, brother. I want to finish on time. Stood before Lord Justice Gibson on the 9th of September 1985. I was handcuffed to a prison officer. God amazes me. And a dear brother in Christ, I thank God for him. Sadly, he's got Alzheimer's today. Tremendous preacher of the gospel. A character witness on my behalf. Brother Sid Murray. I never thought a man would break the ice. <laughs> and I'm standing handcuffed to a prison officer, going to jail. The man I was handcuffed to said Murray led to Christ three years previous. I'm telling you it's because I think it's funny, but it really happened in a courtroom. The judge said, Would the defendant please stand? I stood up, handcuffed to a prison officer. He looked over his glasses at Brother Murray. He says, Mr. Murray, have you ever spoken to anybody before the court of law? He says, no, Your Honour, but the last time I stood here, it took me down a tunnel for three years, 30 years ago. Have you ever read his book? It's tremendous. Out of the Devil's Pawn Shop. Sitting in Lee Murray. What a remarkable testimony. And friend, I believe God was gracious. I got five years imprisonment. I was taken underneath a tunnel into the confines of Crumlin Road Prison. I was put in a place called the basement because other, other, other prisoners were being different courts the same day as me and it's in a holding cell not knowing we're going to go to the base prison the next morning or the following morning remember going into the prison cell there was a Gideon Bible boy did I feel like did I feel like Jeremiah I found my word and I did eat them and I word was unto me the joy 
and the rejoicing of my heart. Jeremiah 15, 16. And I can remember, this is true, I opened the word of God at random. I didn't look at a particular passage. Opened the word of God. Oh, it was powerful. Joshua chapter 1. Isn't God good? Preparing me for the maze prison. Fear not. Do not, be fe- do not be afraid or dismayed. For the Lord thy God shall be with thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. And I have never forgotten that passage of scripture. And I want to tell you something tonight. I thank God as a born again believer. When I was out in high court bail. I get great credit tonight to a dear man who's not well at the moment. You would know him well. He was a gospel singer, the singing policeman. Ben Ford was a great encouragement to me when I was out in High Court Bail because the police chief was literally at my street corner. He would have deliberately had been there when I sang bail on a Tuesday and a Thursday night and would have taken me into a room to pray with me. I'm indebted to that. I'm indebted tonight to the ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church whilst I was in prison. Church, thank God tonight I still haven't burdened me to bail, nor should they. Thank God tonight for those who God has put in our path and our pulpits who preach the whole counsel of God. Hold back nothing that is possible to our souls. But I remember singing every course, every hymn that I knew. We transferred in a prison van to the maid's prison two mornings later. I know my wife's going to say to me, I'm going to go out the door. I can't tell the story, it's too long. About the man that I prayed for, he came into my prison cell after me, a paramilitary. Those were the days when you went to the maid's prison, he was a serving paramilitary. I was what they called an ODC. Not powerful. An ordinary decent criminal. <laughs> Not powerful. That can only happen in ordinary. That's the truth. So you had the paramilitaries, loyalists. You had the IRA. But I was an ordinary decent criminal. And yet it was a man next door to me doing a life. He was a decent criminal, wasn't he? That's what they called him. That was on your card outside. Hey, powerful. But I want to say something tonight. The will of God will never lead you, but the grace of God can't keep you. Paul says in Philippians 1, verse 12, I'll have you to know, brethren, the thing which happened unto me was for the furtherance of the gospel. And I thank God tonight, I can truly say, standing here tonight, that my sweetest time of fellowship in the confines of the maid's prison. I remember still singing that night at 12 o'clock. I'll never forget it. I'll tell you what I was singing. It was mentioned tonight, actually, but it's not the song. It was mentioned tonight. <laughs> 12 midnight, it's true. I was singing, born again, it's really been a change in me. Born again, just like Jesus said. Born again, all because of Calvary. I'm so glad that I've been born again. And then I heard this shout. This is when I knew there was believers on the wing. 12 at midnight, everybody locked up. Hey, Tonto, one of your mates. So I knew it was born again believers. Woke up the next morning. I'm not going into detail, just slapping out. You don't need to know that. <laughs> Well, we met on a wing, 26 men, eight of us were born again of the Spirit of God. We met around the Word of God on a Sunday morning, a Sunday night. We broke bread on Sunday morning. We went around the Word of God on a Sunday night. We, we uh, Bible study on a Wednesday night. We had the great privilege and joy of baptizing a young man in the bath in the maze prison. And I want to tell you something tonight as I close. There is none tonight but Christ. Who can satisfy? There's no other name for me. There's love and life and lasting joy, Lord Jesus Christ, found in thee. And friend, tonight I say again tonight, maybe there's a young man tonight, a young woman, an older man, an older woman tonight. I wonder tonight, 
You don't have to be in a paramilitaries. Have you brought, are you bringing sorrow and shame and suffering and separation to your family circle? I urge you tonight in the great light of eternity because you know something, friends, tonight we prayed before we left the house. We asked God to grant us troubling mercies. Who ever thought that two weeks ago on Friday that ten people had lost their lives going about their business in Creeslock, south of the border? One man going to the ATM, a man with his wee girl going to get a birthday cake. I want to say that to you tonight solemnly from the God's word. There was those that died last night. The plans for this morning. There's those that died this morning. The plans for tonight. Boast not thyself of tomorrow. Thou knowest that what a day will bring forth. And there's people in the meeting tonight. You've been in Hebron Free Presbyterian Church. Week in, week out, month in, month out. Maybe Cookstown Free Presbyterian. Maybe Colerain. The Bible says tonight, he that being often reproved, part of his neck, listen, shall suddenly be destroyed with that without remedy. Friend, tonight, think about your latter end. Don't let the devil say to you tonight, put it off. Tonight is the night and day of God's so great salvation. And don't put off till tomorrow what you can do tonight or you'll be lost. Let us pray. Father, again, tonight we give you thanks for your amazing grace. We thank you, Lord, tonight, Father, what we have tonight in Christ is not of ourselves, but is of thee. We're so conscious, Lord, tonight that you must receive all the praise and all the honour and all the glory. God forbid tonight any of us should glory, save only in the cross and death and finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, tonight, we thank thee tonight that all we have needed, your hand has provided. Great is your faithfulness, O God, even unto thy people. Father, tonight, as we leave this place, keep us, Lord, to be conscious, Lord, of thee. Keep us in a spirit of prayer, a spirit of praise, a spirit of gratefulness, Lord, and thankfulness, Lord, tonight. For surely we can say tonight, as a body of your people, that the Lord has done great things for us, for all for glad. Grant, Lord, tonight, troubling mercy to those who will travel. May your hand be upon us, Lord, this incoming Lord's Day weekend, and may the name of our Lord Jesus Christ be glorified. We ask these things, giving you thanks in his precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Andy, for coming and sharing that challenging word of testimony with us tonight. And friends that are gathered here and friends that are watching, what the Lord Jesus Christ done for Andy Copeland, he can do for you. It's easy to become a Christian. There's no difficulty. The, the, the youngest, if you can understand at all, to the oldest, can get right tonight. You just have to recognize your sin, just the way Andy did that night, the way back in 1985. Recognize your sin. Ask the Lord to forgive you for your sin and ask him into your heart and we have the promise from God's word that if you ask him he will come in
We're going to sing our last hymn. We're just going to sing two verses of it. Sinner, how thy heart is troubled, God is coming very near. Do not hide thy deep emotion, do not check that falling tear. And in the chorus says, O be saved, his grace is free. O be saved, he died for me. As we sing these two verses, think of the words, men and women, tonight. Let's sing our very best as we stand to sing. Heavenly Father, we thank you again tonight for being with us. We thank you for every person that you brought here to our mission tonight, and we just pray for them. Pray, Lord, as we, as believers, have enjoyed the mission, Lord, that we'll be thankful once again for what you've done in our lives. Thank you for the day you saved us. We pray, Lord, for those who are not yet saved, for those that haven't come to the foot of the old rugged cross and asked forgiveness for their sins. We pray, Lord, tonight for them. Pray, Lord, this will be the night of their salvation. Lord, we pray now as we leave and go to our homes, you'll give us travel and mercies and bring us back even on the Sabbath evening. We're asking these things in your name. Amen. Thank you.